Hi everyone, and welcome to the latest episode of Movies with My Mother. I am Alexis. I am here with my Lori? mother. Yes. Hi there. <laughs> uh, she was fighting with a cat. It's okay. We're good. <laughs> We're here. Yes, we are. <laughs> well, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> I uh, I sound different because I am head cold positive right now. <laughs> Um, something, uh, an inside work joke, but, uh, I did, I definitely do have a cold, uh, so I do sound on the Barry White spectrum. Uh, today we watched, uh, Cry Baby, 1990 John Waters, uh, movie. Interesting. Yeah, John Waters is a, it's an experience. I think you really have to kind of love camp. Yes. To be, like, super into his work. Like, I can appreciate his work, but I really don't understand it. I agree. I, You know, I, we sat through this whole thing, and I thought, okay, what am I supposed to think? <laughs> I mean, it was entertaining. It was, yeah. the music was fun. I love the music. But I don't think I got it. <laughs> I don't know if there was anything really to get, okay. honestly. All right. Uh, this movie is the story of a gang of juvenile delinquents headed up by a very young and not-so-Johnny Depp, Johnny Depp. It also has uh, Ricky Lake and Iggy Pop. Uh, several just kind of obscure names that you don't really hear, and it's... Uh, like the bad kids versus the good kids, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. A, a real 1950s drama. Yeah. The the haves and the have-nots. Yeah. Yes. And they all kind of fight it out musically. And then with their fists. And choreographically. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a word. That is a word. <laughs> um, this was John Waters' first uh, major studio feature, and it did not do well at the box office. Oh. Yeah, they lost money on this one. Oh, my. That, that's uh, interesting. But this movie did go, it gets turned into a Broadway musical. Yes. Uh, just like Hairspray did. Um, and it has won four Tonys. I did read that. It, it turned into... A very successful show. Yeah. I read that the role for Crybaby Walker was kind of a kind of a hot commodity. There were some big names that were interested. Oh wow. And really? approached for this. Okay. Yeah, uh Tom Cruise. Wow. Nineteen nineties Tom Cruise. Ooh. Kinda of back before he was Tom Cruise. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. Oh my. I think that was kind of the end of his drug phase, so I don't think it would have worked for him. No. And Jim Carrey. What? Yeah, real young Jim Carrey. Oh my gosh. Which I can kind of see. I could see that too, yes. Yeah. But he's too goofy, I think. I think it would have turned out too goofy, where this was very right. Yeah. This Johnny Depp was right. Right. And like I said, this was Johnny Depp before he became, you know, weirdo Johnny Depp, who is just Johnny Depp in every movie he's in. Yeah. Just progressively drunker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <So. laughs> Drew Barrymore was considered for the Allison Vernon Williams role. I could see that, too. Her older half-brother did some uncredited voices for the movie. Oh, interesting. Yeah, what else? Oh, you you noticed Tracy Lords. Yes. This is, like, right after her, her stint in pornography. Oh, okay. And most of her work was done before she was 18. The pornography stuff. Yeah. Yeah, but this... This? She was younger than the 18? Uh, no, I don't think so. I don't think so in this movie, but um, the FBI had been to the set several times to look for her, to interrogate her about her oh, illicit business. past. Her business. Yeah. Her acting career. <laughs> <laughs> and um, to kind of put her at ease, uh, a lot of the cast and crew told her stories of their, their dealings with the law. <laughs> Which probably are... Rather colorful all around. I'm sure. And apparently there were lots of stories. So. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, I don't think it's a, a being an actor is a normal, normal type thing. And I think that most of those people who have that acting bend are not just plain people. So they do go rather flashy and probably get into a little trouble for it. Yeah. So. I guess there's, you know, like Drew Barrymore flashy who, you know, well, that's gets flashy. married every time she sees somebody. Yeah. And then there's, you know, like Vince Neil flashy where he, you know, is driving drunk and kills a friend yikes and then gets even more famous yeah i I don't know how that works but yeah i think you know as an actor you have a different mindset than you know just us joe workers who go to work every day and come home is that because they're artists artists (laughs) you have to get real close and say artists artists yeah i like it (laughs) um or you could be like us artists yeah (laughs) I like gluing stuff to other stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Making cooler stuff. Yeah. I don't have any problem with that. Uh-uh. Uh, also, this movie had some appearances from a lot of kind of infamous faces and some kind of like a regular, like a group of John Waters, like like a troop. Yes. Like his well, troop. John Waters did have a regular group. They were called the Dreamlanders. Oh, really? And that was his regular group of people that he grew up with in, in Baltimore. Oh. That all, you know, Mink Stole and Divine and all of those people were part of the Dreamlanders. Yeah. I did look that up. Okay. Yeah, and uh, also in here is Patty Hearst, who does go on to do more work with John Waters. The Patty Hearst. Yes. If you remember, she was kidnapped by a Simeonese Simeonese Liberation Army. Army. Mm -hmm. Yeah, in the 70s, and then uh, was brainwashed into robbing a bank and spent some time in jail. Uh, whether or not any of that is true, I think is really still in the air. Like, I don't think anybody really knows for sure what uh, happened there. No, and, and she wasn't talking. Yeah, I, and didn't I she eventually either. marry her, like, a bodyguard or her jailer or something? I believe so. Yeah, something like that. I do know that her daughter is married to Chris Hardwick. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Oh, interesting. Also in this was uh, Troy Donahue and Joe D'Alessandro. Joe D'Alessandro is from uh, Warhol's factory. He was in that group. Oh. And did, um, he was in, like, all of the Warhol-produced horror movies, the the Draculas and the Frankensteins. He was in all those movies. He has that face. Yeah. Uh, Troy Donahue kind of joined the, the John Waters Dreamlanders really after he kind of embraced being gay okay yeah um, all right that in the mid 80s sounds right yeah i believe that one of his first movies with john waters was lust in the dust a <laughs> western starring him and uh, divine oh okay all right and there were some other really big names uh in this show that you know people of my generation might uh recognize that maybe you just kind of overlooked joey heatherton who was milton's mother she was a singer oh okay uh david nelson was wanda's father ricky nelson's son david oh you know you recognize the i know nelson. ricky nelson yeah okay that david was one of the sons ricky and david were the boys okay so, did i say ricky nelson's son david no ricky and david were brothers okay <laughs> that kind of went off the rails oh it? well it's early <laughs> yeah so yeah that's you know some things for for us to know they like made a big deal about uh susan tyrell as ramona ricketts and uh polly bergen as mrs vernon williams but even looking into their like imdb credits i i I still didn't understand why they were big deals. I mean, they were in a bunch of stuff, well, but well, I, you know. Yeah, Polly Bergen was in a lot of stuff. Okay. Just a regular face. Yeah. So, you know, when you make your living as an actor, you know, you have to have your face in a lot of stuff. And, you know, not that she was, you know, a big star, but she was a big star. Yeah. No relation to Candace. I don't think so. No. Or you had cold positive, too? I might be. <laughs> But yeah, that's just, those were some interesting William Defoe. Yeah. He was the, the <laughs> say your prayers guy. Yeah. Wasn't he? Yep. <laughs> I thought that was interesting. I did, I did like how he said to God bless Roy Cohn, uh, that guy is literally the worst human being in the world. And he, I think until very recently, was pulling strings in the Trump White House because he is that kind of garbage person. Oh. 
okay. Let's look up Roy Cohn. Yeah, he's a lawyer. He's a bad guy. He's he's not. You know when he when he said that, it just I I recognized the name, but I didn't recognize the name. Behind the Bastards loves to talk about him. Uh, it's a podcast I listen to. Oh, uh-huh. And, uh, yeah, they've done a, at least one two-parter fully about Roy Cohn. Oh. Well, he came to prominence as uh, Senator McCarthy's chief counsel. Well, right there, we we know he's got to be a... Garbage person. Stinker. Yeah, yeah. It's very interesting. I, I, uh, yeah, he just died in 86. But he, uh, but he had Trump under his wing, and, uh, Trump used a lot of his lessons. I see. I also believe he was what, uh, what they used to call a confirmed bachelor. Oh, so he was gay too? I believe so. <laughs> Okay, that uh, that's interesting. Very interesting. Okay. Yeah, I also read that uh, Johnny Depp took this part to avoid being typecast as like the hot guy on TV because like this is the Twenty One Jump Street era. This is right around then. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> and I said, uh, my notes say ironic because he only plays himself now, drunk and weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was not really able to find this anywhere streaming. I did find it on the Stars add-on on my Amazon Prime account, uh, and currently they are running a a thing where uh, if you get the deal, the first two months of your Stars uh, membership is ninety nine cents. So I figured I would pay for a month of Stars for a dollar. Yeah. Versus paying $4 to rent it on Amazon. That sounds like a good plan. Plus, you know, in the bunk, you and the Big Daddy can watch other things. <laughs> there might be something interesting on Yeah, there. there was a bunch of stuff that, like, just added. And I, I definitely will go back and rewatch some stuff like Blue Velvet, oh. David Lynch. That's another guy that is an experience. Okay. <laughs> Never seen anything of his either. <laughs> I don't know if I could sit and watch his stuff with you. <laughs> I like David Lynch, but I I don't. He's not mom rated. Well, I think you would. I think you would get it, but I don't. I don't know if I. I would be comfortable watching it with you. <laughs> oh, it's not mom rated. I don't. I don't think so. Okay, that's all right. I I'm okay with that. Yeah. Uh, there was uh, this movie is rated PG thirteen. I did clock one f word and two bleeped ones. Which I, I find I did hear that, but hilarious. What? Right. Why? Just make a unrated movie where all of your f words are out there in the open. We know what you're saying, right? But you know me, I don't like to hear that f word every other. You know, I don't like it. There's plenty of other words to say. Say there's lots of good cuss words to say. No. <laughs> There's nothing that really just has an all-encompassing context like the word fuck. Well, I get it. It I can be used use as that word freely. any part of the English language. Yeah, it does put an emphasis on some things. Yeah. But I, I just don't, I don't want to sit through it, you know? Fair enough. I, I hear it enough at work that we're doing construction at our job, and I hear that all the time, and I'm thinking, gee, there's probably some little old lady in here who's offended, you know? Not me, though. <laughs> <laughs> I sit at my desk and say what the fuck about 75 times a day. Yeah. Me too, in my head. Yep. Oh, I say it out loud. Pretty much, it like, what the fuck just happened? When a customer comes in and, uh, oh, well, we had a customer that we ran out of paper to print photographs. Oh, uh-huh. And this customer ordered these online and was mad because they weren't going to be ready until Saturday, which would have been after the truck arrived that would bring the paper to us to print the pictures on. So she called the 1-800 number to complain. Oh. And so the 1-800 number calls us. And, well, it's got on downtime. I mean, we can't make pictures on our hands. I mean, what do you want us to do? So, I mean, unless you want to... What the fuck? Call somewhere else and have your pictures developed. (laughs) Unless you want a stick figure artist rendering of the pictures you took. I I could have done that. And honestly, sometimes I kind of want to do that to people. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I I had an email at work from one of the store managers, and he was just like, well, why did you do this like this? And I'm like, because that's how you do it. That's the way to do it? And then it turns out he was asking a completely different question. Oh. 
<laughs> yeah. But we had to work through the whole process to be like, okay, well, I did this because of this. This is done because that's the way it's supposed to be done. Oh, you know, you charged out work that we got money for, but then money was taken back. So I have to charge that work back somewhere. What do you want me to do? This is what I was told to do. Am I supposed to do something different? Oh, no, that's right. Oh, my God. Yeah, they don't even know what they want. No. Why, why do stupid people call us all I the time? <laughs> I don't know. You know why, I don't know. How, you know, how do they know how to operate a telephone? That's my question. Well, I don't care. Yeah, never mind. Yep, nope, that's, I got... That's an answer to be had on another day. Yeah, I got lots of opinions and nobody wants to hear them. Hey, that's my line. <laughs> <laughs> I did like how Ramona told Milton that uh, he was everything a man should be. Young, stupid, and mean. <laughs> yes. Which, yeah. That's it. Yep. I agree. That's <laughs> every boy I was in love with in high school. Yes. <laughs> I don't think that will ever change, honey. No. That's been happening since the dawn of time. Yeah. Uh, well, at least since they had high schools. Yeah. Did you notice when uh, Turkey Point was raided that the the police roundup was segregated? I did notice that. And I also noticed that it's just like usual today. The, uh, the people that started the fight, the nice, clean white people, they were let free. Yeah. But everybody else got rounded up and hauled off. Yeah. And did you notice that in... The truck of uh, black prisoners that most of the men had, like, uh, Confederate flag hair wraps. They had, like, little bandanas in their hair. sweatbands? They weren't, like, sweatbands. It looked like little, like, hats. I did not notice that. I did notice that. But there was a great big rebel flag in the back of the the stage. Well, I believe the Baltimore, Maryland is below the Mason-Dixon line, so... Oh, yes, so... It makes sense, and in 1990, you could show that and not be offended. Right. But I, I didn't understand why the Roundup was segregated when the jailhouse the, the was jail not. The wasn't, yeah. What, do you think a couple of times when things happened like that, I thought that that was a little bit of uh, John Waters' social commentary. He was Probably. rather, you know, with his um, leanings toward the, the free and easy and the, you know, le- sounds really like less government that, um, you know, I think maybe that was a little bit of social commentary on his part. Yeah. That things are not fair. So, I, I don't know. That's what I got out of it. Okay. I really don't know what uh, John Waters' social comments are, but, you know, that just stuff I know of him, he's rather... I don't know, left, left, right, right, left or right? Which one is it, you know? The far left or the far right? I think two? he's far left because he's pretty free and easy. Free, yeah, okay. Yeah, that would be left. Okay. She was but, super uptight and like hated everybody that wasn't white that's and the straight. Right. Okay. But then he would be far right. Yeah, you know, just the way he lives his life. I mean, he uh, he's made it very plain that his personal life is his personal life. And yes. his famous life is that. And, and uh, they don't cross. And I'm okay with that. Yeah, that's fine. And it's, you know, it's rare that someone with such a name yes. can, you know, have that vast separation. You've never heard of John Waters having a partner. Right. Uh, that's That's absolutely correct. But... Surely, a man of his age has had someone who has stood beside him all these years. You, you know, you just don't make it through life alone. Right. So I'm sure he does, And but it's not my business. Well, no. My business is his famous work, his movies. So yeah. that's why I find it uh, quite interesting that, that he has lived his life all these years and separated and still with that tiny baby mustache. Well, you, do you know about that mustache? No. He was a huge fan of Little Richard when he was a kid. Oh. And okay. in, well, sometime, I, I didn't write this down, but uh, Playboy hired him to interview his, his hero. Oh. And it didn't go real well. Oh. But he still, he, he loved that little mustache, and that's his homage to his Little Richard. Oh. So, yeah, that's uh, that was an interesting thing I found. Little Richard, another famously uh, on the down low type character. Yes. I believe because of his faith, he was very not gay, but... Right. And that's okay, too. Yeah, you know. That's all right. Whatever you want to do, you do it. Yeah. But John Waters was is uh, famous all over 
art and, yes. and music. He's done records. He's done um, photography. He's into all kinds of artistic leanings, and he's made a name for himself in more than just movies. I think that's very interesting. Yeah. You know, to, now nowadays you don't hear of a, a director, an actor who has been on TV and been in shows and does things. You know, you just don't hear it. And here's a little interesting tidbit for you. Okay. His record, Make Trouble, he, he did a, this is one of his books. He did a reading of his book on, of Make Trouble. And it was re- released on Jack White's Third Man Records. Really? Yeah. That's funny. I thought that was a real interesting tidbit for you. That's kind of cool. Yeah. We, um, yeah, we love Third Man Records, so. There's a, a comedian that I like that is also attached to third man records. Oh my gosh. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that's what I, I, I liked when I re- read stuff about this guy that he has certainly uh, made a name for himself all, all over the place. And I like that. Yeah. I don't think that just a director is enough. You know, this guy sounds like he's an all around kind of guy. What What's that called? An auteur? I don't know. Is that what that's called? You think? I don't know. I don't know either. It sounds fancy though. Oh, well then that's what it is. <laughs> If it's a fancy name, then that's what it is. Sure. What else? What else did I see? Oh, did you see in the marching band when the when the squares are traveling down the street? Doing the bunny hop? Doing the bunny hop. That there was a double bass marching. That's the big stand-up bass. I did not notice that either. I did, and I was just like, that's a lot of work for a marcher. Why, why would that be in a marching band? Well, yeah, first of all, just get a low brass. Just yeah. throw a tuba in there. It does the same job. Yeah, I, I didn't notice that, see? I did. You picked something out of everything you see, so no, I missed that one. Yeah, I, I was very confused by that. Because just, just the work involved in carrying well, that thing. yeah, because those things are not light. What, does it have a shoulder strap or something? I did not see a shoulder <laughs> strap. <laughs> that is uh, crazy. I don't understand why somebody would do that. Even sign up for that. Oh yeah, I volunteer to play the, the double bass in the marching band. What? I mean, that's fine if you're, like, on a football field and you're standing in one corner. That's fine, but... And I have seen that. They don't march, but they stand there in the... And play. Yeah, weird. Yeah. I miss that. Mm-hmm. Gotta mean something. It was kind of when they came around the bend and stopped for a minute. I saw that, and I was just, like, weird. <laughs> well, see, that's because you're musical and I am not. Well, also, I kind of... This movie has a lot of um, the music style. is that old... That Elvis, that country, swingy, yes. uh, rockabilly type music. Yes. I enjoy that. Right. So. That was those hairdos, those DAs. Uh-huh. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. The little tiny bangs and the big hair. Loved it. <laughs> Wish I could pull it off. I would do it in a minute. Why not? Oh, because I look garbage with bangs. <laughs> No, I think you look kind of cute. I don't know. The girl that cuts my hair said that, like, fringe bangs are... No, not fringe. Curtain bangs are, like, all the rage right now. Yes, I've got them. She's just, like, sick well, of cutting them. I've got a little... Kind of like them, but, but yeah. And I was just like, uh, well, I'm not going to make you do that because I don't think I've ever looked good with bangs. Well, you know what? You're an adult. You can say that. That's right. I was telling the girls at work that... If uh if grandma was still alive and I were to walk up to her and say, Hey, I'm getting my hair cut at, at twelve o'clock today, which I am, she would pull a picture out of her wallet of me in fourth grade with a Dutch boy and say, You looked really good in this picture. You should get that haircut again. I could hear that, yeah. I don't know why I got that haircut. I, I don't know where that came from. I don't I think it was just like a late eighties thing. Maybe. That whole like that end of the Dorothy Hamill thing. Yeah. I think that's probably what I went to the beauty shop and asked for for you as a Dorothy Hamill and it It ended up like a a Pete Rose. Pete Rose! (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) This movie, they only say it once and they specifically, but they don't say it until like the middle of the movie that the movie takes place in Baltimore. Yes. Which is where most of John most, Waters take place. They, they are filmed and um, produced there, yes. Yeah. Yeah, I did read that because that's where he was born and raised. And he still lives there, although he has places on both coasts. Both coasts, I mean, New York and California. Oh. 
but uh, most of his time is spent still in his hometown, which was not Baltimore, but a little suburb of it. Okay. I read that too. I, I always, I want to look at the, the um, I don't want to look at the movie until we see it, but I do want to find out the people. Yeah. It's very interesting. So yeah, I do, I have found that out, that yes. And he started out making just little silent shorts with his, um, his boyhood friend, which I think his name was Milton, who turned into Divine. Oh, okay. They were boyhood friends. And That's they, fun. Yeah. And they would hang out a lot. I should have written that down. I, I I think it was Milton then that when I heard the name in the movie that I, oh, but that's because he names the people in his movies after people he knows. Sure. Cool. Yeah. I don't know if it's true, but I'm saying it. Sure. (laughs) I believe you, so. Okay, thanks. (laughs) If you say it with conviction, I might believe you. Absolutely. I say everything with conviction. (laughs) (laughs) I thought it was interesting. Yeah. And I also read that this movie was loosely based on a murder that happened in the you know and when, when he was a kid that like the greasers were you know that's who the the drapes yeah were and that 14 year old girl was kidnapped and murdered or abducted and murdered in town and it was never solved but that it's still a big news thing in in that area really so i i didn't i didn't see but she was like the girl next door to the kid that was oh the bad uh, kid the the leader of the the group i don't know something like that it oh. just it was just weird i thought loosely based how i don't the only thing i could see loosely based is the the greaser and the good girl or the drape and the square the square. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But I thought that was interesting. Yeah. You know, you can get ideas from anything. Oh, absolutely. So, yay him. But yeah, he's got, he's been doing this since he was a, a very young person that he saw a, a Punch and Judy show, a puppet show. Uh-huh. And uh, he does like gratuitive uh, violence and stuff like that. That's why I think they were all fighting all the time. So I thought that was pretty fun. Well, I think it's just kind of, it just adds a little color, like that gross kissing scene. Everybody's yeah. kissing each yeah, other and it's all gross. <laughs> I think it's just to kind of camp it up. Yeah, yeah. And just it was to okay. make it ridiculous. I liked it. I thought, well, I thought it was gross, but. Yeah, it was gross, but <laughs> it, it perfectly fit in the show. Absolutely. I mean, it was exactly right for the storyline. So right. It and was all good. John Waters is really good with stuff like that. Yes. In, in the movies that I've seen of his, you know, ev- everything is there for a reason. Yes, I, I felt that way watching this movie. Yeah. But I also, like I said, I felt that it was a class thing and an inequity thing, you know, the whole yeah, the whole gambit of that. Yeah, when uh, they told Crybaby that his motorcycle cost a whole lot of hubcaps. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, that was, it was all part of the plan. Yeah. Yeah. I like the way it went. I wouldn't say I'd ever watch it again, but... Now I can say I've seen a John Waters movie. Yeah. This is a first for me, so. And this is, I kind of think, between this and Hairspray, these two would be the ones that I would show you. Yes. Because the rest are, like, polyester. It's weird. It's about a guy that just, he's, like, obsessed with women's shoes. And he just, like, paints women's shoes. And he just goes and, like, steps on women's feet. Well, okay. He's like a serial foot stepper. I've seen Kinky Boots. Not the same thing. Okay. Kinky Boots was great, though. I thought that was wonderful. Did you see the play or the movie? The play. Oh, I've seen the I movie. You, I don't go to movies. Oh, okay. I did go to the stage play, though. I, I did enjoy that. Okay. The movie was good, too. Okay. The man that played the, the drag queen that needed the boots was... Perfect. Okay. But this guy just stomped on people's feet? He just stomped on women's feet. Oh, that's all right. Yeah. Why don't you just go out and buy your own shoes? Well, I think the movie takes place in a time where it's a little taboo for a man to be buying women's shoes for himself. Oh, okay. They didn't have online stuff? No, no. Okay. No. Also, uh, Pink Flamingos, it's about uh, people competing for, like, the trashiest person in the, the world. Oh, okay. um, And Divine literally eats dog shit. Oh, you told me that. Yuck. Um, and I don't want to see that. Ugh. So I would not make you watch it. No. Like, can they just eat some melted chocolate or something? I think it had to be authentic and shocking. Ugh. They could have said it was authentic and then it would have still shocked us. I don't know, maybe confectionery art wasn't as it is today, where you could make a beautiful piece of, like, chocolate with chocolate mousse and make it 
look like a beautiful, fresh pile of crap. Oh, okay. Well, I wouldn't like to watch it. You are correct. No. I, I do like Ricky Lake, though. Yeah, and she went on to have a great career as a horrible talk show host. Yeah, well. <laughs> 90s talk show hosts were a breed it. of their own. You gotta try it. Yeah. You mentioned Drew Barrymore. She's doing it. Yeah, good People for her. People love her show. I don't know why. I, I, I personally don't particularly care for it, but, you know, you know, I do love Drew Blythe Barrymore. Of course. I... <laughs> I like, I kind of like the idea of her as a person. Yes. But I think that sometimes she's just too much. Yes. Yes. That is exactly it. Because on TV, she's too much. She just like goes way overboard to be Drew Barrymore. Yeah. I don't know. But she certainly is a survivor. (laughs) Yeah. Have you ever seen Sarah Paulson's, what's that word? Why isn't it in my head? Mime her? Mimic her? Yeah. Uh, No. Sarah Paulson. Saturday Night Live? No. Sarah Paulson's on the uh, American Horror Story shows. Okay. She, uh, her girlfriend is like 40 years older than her. Yikes. Yeah. That's just nasty. Well, you know, to each their own. <sighs> okay. I, I mean, I don't, I don't get it for straight couples. I don't get it for gay couples. I don't, I don't, I don't want to date either. someone the same age as my parents. Or grandparents. Yeah, I don't get it, but you know. What do they have in common? They don't have the same music. They don't have the same movies. They don't have the same literature. I don't know. They've been together for years, though. Mm. Then they... Ew. Now I'm going to have to look them up. Yeah, Holland Taylor. She only came out recently. Oh, really? Holland Taylor, yeah. Oh, well, that makes it a different story. I know who she is. Okay, whatever. Uh, but no, her uh, her impression. That's the word. That's the word. Jesus. <laughs> um, her impression of Drew Barrymore is spot on. Oh my! Okay. I'll show it to you later. It's it's really funny. <laughs> Who else? Oh, Hatchet Face mm-hmm. was thirty four years old when this movie was made, playing a teenage girl. And you know what? She looked perfect for a fifties teenage girl. Yeah. Absolutely. She went on to become a lawyer. She did a lot of uh, entertainment law mm-hmm. work. And uh, she died uh, about five years ago. Yep, very young. Yeah. Interesting. That was interesting. Yeah. Just the fact that she was... I mean, I know that that's been going on since the dawn of film, but it still surprises me when I see stuff like that. Yes. You know, like the Archie kids are in their late 20s playing high school kids. Yes. You know? It just surprises me. I know, but you know, but back then, you know, that's what people looked like. So it was she looked perfect for the yeah. role, and, and really, all of them looked right for the role. Yeah, you did mention that Pepper would not have been there as a main character in real life, being in the fifties, a teenage mother, correct, of two five and six year olds, <laughs> <laughs> and an and an infant on the way. <laughs> Yes, that's right. They that was wasn't what was done, but it certainly moved this movie right along. I just loved how he, uh, how Crybaby introduced her. This is my sister Pepper, and she can fight like she's pregnant, but she can fight like a man. Yep, it's my favorite line of the whole movie. <laughs> okay, I did like how they said that their bazooms were their weapons. Yes, but like none of them had impressive breasts. Just that one girl, but hers were jiggly. Lorraine's? No. Lenora. Lenora. Yeah. Yeah. They were quite jiggly. Yeah. Maybe that was... That was the point, maybe? Yes. Mm -hmm. The other girls were were all well-maintained in their pointy bras. Yeah. But hers were just jiggly. (laughs) And I think maybe that's to kind of... To show that she didn't really fit in there. In that group. Uh huh. Because she was trying too hard. Way too and hard. When she put the the uh, initials on her thigh for the tan, why didn't just get a tattoo? She didn't want to do that, so she didn't really fit in. Yeah. There again, more commentary. Can't you can't be in a group if you're not in the group. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's the story of high school. Absolutely. <laughs> Been there, done that. Thank God. Never want to go back. Uh uh. No. The people that say they want to go back to high school, like, just freak me out. Yeah. Like, those are the best times of my life. I'm like, really? Because high school was awful for me. Yeah. Awful for me, too. Yeah. Weird. Interesting. Yeah, well, our high school is now a snake, so. (laughs) 
Well, I mean, I guess uh, in these times it's better to be a snake than a Confederate soldier, so... That is true. Especially so high up above the Mason-Dixon line. Uh, I, I do believe we are in Ohio. Uh, Yeah, we're Next in northern Ohio. Michigan. Yeah, five minutes away from Michigan um, is where we're sitting right now. One hour from Canada. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't think we could get any further in Ohio. No. the Mason-Dixon line. No. But we, we all, I get it. I, I understand the deal that people talk about, but I, uh, I don't understand why. Uh, anyway, well, <laughs> why everybody's so uptight about everything? Well, I get Be it calm. because times are changing, but also Blue Racer is just really stupid. Yeah, I well that that is part of the uh, the swamp, you know that I, I've never seen one. I I don't even really know if oh. they're even still alive, but you know that's really? part of the swamp thing. Okay, that we are here it ties into that whole black swamp yeah. thing. Okay, well that makes yeah. more sense. Just yeah. like hearing, well, we changed our name to Blue Racer, and it's just like what? I don't know what that is, and it sounds dumb. Yeah. Oh well, whatever. <laughs> Again, I, I, you know, whatever you want, that's fine with me. Yeah, you know, I don't care. Yeah. I guess it's good that progress has been made, but also it's a little bit kind of bittersweet because that's, you know, yeah. we were the rebels. I. 100% agree with you. And I, yeah. But I, I guess I can, I guess I can kind of understand how the other side would feel about being the rebels. And yes. Not being quite really as excited it. Yes. about it as uh, someone of my complexion might be. Right. Yeah. You know, and, and here we had the cowboys and the Indians and, you know, I mean, that's just when those schools were built, that's the names they gave their teams. And... Um, yeah, I think the Washington Redskins are now just the Washington football team. Oh, really? I, I think that is the name they're going with until they can figure out something better. Yeah, well, I, I yeah, I get it, but I, I don't. You know, I don't, but I do. Yeah. But like you, know, you said last time, I, I, I'm not woke. <laughs> Or maybe I think I am, and I'm really not. I, I don't know exactly what I, that means. I don't know if white people can really say that they're woke. Yeah. I think that's kind of one of those things that okay. somebody somebody with more sense and a different perspective would probably have to say, well, you're pretty woke. Oh, okay. For you to even think about it in your world. Oh. I don't I don't know. No, I don't either. Because I, I think that I'm pretty empathetic to everything, but also I, I don't know. I don't know what how the other half lives. I don't know that experience. Right. And honestly, just from, you know, what you see on the news, I don't want to. No. You're, and you're right about that. And that, that uh, is my privilege right there. Yeah? Yeah. How did we get from crybaby to privilege? I think it just all veered over i i don't i don't know how we got there i don't know maybe because you know we were talking about how john waters keeps his private life private and his story life story but i mean he's openly gay it's not a never been a secret he, he's uh not gay and there again why should that have any difference to the movie you know i think it's really just like for marketing purposes. Oh, oh. You know? Um, okay. Because I had been reading up a little bit about our next movie. Mm -hmm. And uh, the director is Asian-Australian. And um, they made a big deal about him being one of the first Asian directors to make a whole shitload of money. Being one of the first Australian directors to make a whole shitload of money. Oh. So in this case, being gay or Asian or Australian helped the movie. Uh, well, no, I think it just kind of puts a little bit of distinction on it. Oh, okay, well. Because John Waters is by far not the first gay director oh, in Hollywood no. history. I'm sure not. But he's one of the ones that we that we know and we talk, because he's still making movies. Yes, mm -hmm. and TV and books and lots of other stuff. So, yeah. you go, guy. Yeah. I, uh, I enjoyed this. I'm glad he did it. Yeah, and I work a 45-hour work week and I just hate life. You well, know, this yeah. guy just works, 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 and yeah, everything's great. And, <laughs> you know, and, and that's why I, I don't watch weirdo movies i don't watch horror movies i don't watch um, movies about today because when i'm watching a movie i want some mindless entertainment that isn't my dull and boring life yeah that's why i like this movie it's it's nothing like i know it was entertaining i liked the music it was fun yeah so you know I, that's why that's probably why i don't watch movies anymore they're they're all about something why can't we just make a fun movie anymore uh, 
and I, I don't know why we can't just make a movie and say what we're trying to say. Yeah. Um, there was a movie that came out a couple years ago that was shot in Detroit uh-huh. called It Follows. And it's... Never heard of it. It's basically an allegory about um, sexually transmitted disease. Oh, uh-huh. Because um, this guy uh, is, like, haunted by this naked person that, like, follows him everywhere. And he gets closer and closer and closer. Until he gave whatever he had to somebody else, and now that thing is following them oh. and getting closer and closer See, and closer. No, mindless entertainment. I don't. Yikes. Yeah. I, 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 no. And it's just, can we just say that we're talking about like AIDS? Yeah. I, I mean, we're we're past Reaganism, right? We can talk about stuff like that. I think so. It's probably yeah. I think we can talk about anything we want to talk about. Right. And I I kind of I kind of didn't like that movie because they made it out to be like a death sentence. Like mm-hmm. AIDS isn't a death sentence anymore. No, no, not anymore. You know, I mean, most sexually transmitted diseases aren't fatal. No, not anymore. No. So because there's treatment for everything and yeah. So I, I just, I, I get what they were doing, but I, I also kind of think that that's a dangerous message. Absolutely. Because it could be construed completely the opposite way. Like Absolutely. You said. And, you know, what was it someone who wanted that message to come up that it was a death sentence? Or was the, the person that did the movie, were they not thinking that that's what people would think when they, you know, you don't know what's behind the director or the creator's mind when they do these things. Right, yeah. So, yeah, interesting. Uh, yeah, but I think, uh, you know, what you see is what you get with John Waters. I think so, absolutely. I don't think there's any... Hidden message here? Gray area, no. I, I, I got you, dude, and I enjoyed your movie. <laughs> Even though you would never watch it again? No, no, uh-uh, no. Would you watch Hairspray? Um, probably. I would probably try that. Okay. Because it was so popular. And that ha- also has fun music. That's another 50s, 60s time period thing. It also has Ricky Lake in it. And uh, yes. Divine is her mother. Mm-hmm. Which, um, they remade that a few years ago. Yes. With, uh, John, uh, Travolta as... The mother. Yes. John Travolta, who is notoriously straight, and I'm saying that with air quotes, <laughs> playing the divine role. Interesting. Yeah. His true colors came out, didn't they? Well. <laughs> I don't think he was a very good looking woman, was he? Was no. He? God, no. <laughs> I, I don't really, especially, you know, now, like chubby bald John Travolta I don't think he was attractive now no as it as it is as a man right correct you know 1975 Vinnie Barbarino hello yeah but you know no you are correct the general's daughter John Travolta no thank you I don't know that that's a movie oh okay he plays a army guy I know who Vinnie is but yeah just seeing him on TV recently that I I can't imagine he'd make a good looking woman no and also he's just so goddamn weird yeah yeah well you know all of those you know the Tom Cruise and and this guy they're just gone so weird in their personal lives that yeah it's just uncomfortable to watch them I think anymore right and I do I just saw recently that he had some like loving tribute to Kelly Preston uh John Travolta did yes um who died of breast cancer but and I can't imagine how awful that must have been no because they are practicing scientologists yeah there's no doctor for that right You you don't get to go to the doctor and I don't know if, you know, that was the case for her, but they, being rich Scientologists, I think the rules are different, but, yes. but still. And, and she battled breast cancer for many years. Yeah. So I, I can't believe that there wasn't some doctoring along the way, but there again, that's not our business. No, but still, and, it just kind of, cancer sucks and it's, yes. it is a horrible way to die. Yes. And to think that. There's religions out there that make people go through stuff like that. Go through it. Yes. And and I, I, I don't understand that because science has gone so far. And um, even in the Bible, there's medicine. Yeah. And there's people that doctor, those air quotes, that doctor. You know, Jesus even said the little little wine will help your stomach. Yeah. You know, that's when water was
wasn't good and people would drink wine because the water wasn't good. Yeah. And that's, but they didn't know their water wasn't good. Right. So, you know, there's some science. (laughs) Speaking of science and water, I just saw some group is in Somalia, Ethiopia, somewhere over in the eastern region of Africa. And to help people get clean water, clean oh, they're potable water. No, it, it's um what they did. It's like some like kind of like poly glue thing that is safe to be mixed with water. But you throw it in the dirty water, you shake that water up, and all the dirt just like sucks to the bottom and sticks really? to that like poly glue thing. It was super interesting. Oh my god! And then the rest of the water in the bottle is completely potable oh my gosh yeah oh that is so cool science and that would be yeah <laughs> that would be so cheap too you would think oh wow i'm gonna have to look that up too yeah the water well you know i watch those crazy um homestead shows on tv and and uh they they did the other day they there were people in I, yeah, yeah, where was it? Missouri, maybe, that we're having a homestead. And uh, they did, they made a water still. They put some water in a dark container. Okay. And then they put a, a window, a window at a 45 degree angle, and the sun heated the water and it made steam. And then they put the window up and the water dripped off the window, and the water that dripped off the window was drinkable. It didn't have any salt in it. Really? I thought that was really interesting. Again, science. Yeah. And this is not science that really that you have to learn. This is science that you invent. You know, they make, they, they desalinate water all over the world every single day. Right. You can buy like tubes on Amazon that like, well, you can drink out of a mud puddle and you get clean water. Yeah. And you know, that's not new, but to do it without any chemicals and treatments and uh, weeks and weeks of work, they made this still, this water still, and it was good for them. That's kind of cool. plenty of water for their home. That's kind of cool. Yeah, I mean, it's it's all interesting. I used to watch those proper shows. Oh, I love TV. <laughs> yeah, I do. I love TV. Uh, when they started slaughtering the animals uh, late in, later in the seasons, it was just like, okay, I get it that this is what you need to do, but I don't want to watch you do no. it. I don't want to hear about the process. I don't, I know how the sausage is made. Yeah. I don't want to see it. I know where steak and hamburger comes from, but you're right. I don't, mine comes from the uh, grocery store. Yeah. I I could not be a survivor. No. I, I would die. Absolutely. Uh, because I, I'm not. I, I would eat a poison berry probably before I, you know, did anything because I don't know what a poison berry looks like. Well, also, you know, and I don't know if this is because I am lazy and do not have a green thumb or if it's partly because the soil in our area is not really conducive for, for growing crops. But, like, I can't grow vegetables here. Like, I've tried. It's not, it doesn't go well. yeah. That, that's somebody needs to teach us, right? I, I don't know. <laughs> and I do not have a green thumb. I kill everything I grow. Everything. Yeah, so. Um, and, you know, living in pandemic times like we are, people are taking God knows what to combat COVID-19. Yes. And it's just uh, uh, amazing. The, the newest one is uh, ivermectin heard about that i i have not uh that is uh that is the drops that they gave me to uh kill lula's ear mites ivermectin it's a uh, ivermectin ivermectin it's uh it's really uh, a horse dewormer ew and people are taking that to get rid of the covid yeah they think that a, a dewormer will Alrighty. But I, and then, you know, somebody was talking about it, um, on Facebook and, you know, all the crazy people come out, but I did, my comment to the whole, whole thing was just like, you know, on prepper shows, they tell you that fish antibiotics are just as good as amoxicillin in a pinch. Do they? They do. They say that. And I, I've never really kind of looked into the validity of that, but you know, on paper, it sounds good, Ew. but I couldn't imagine Ew. antibiotics in the form of fish flakes. Uh, no, no. Uh, you know, know and I'm far from a scientist, but I, I wouldn't do it. Yeah, I wouldn't do it either. Yeah, yeah. And you know what fish flakes are made of. I can't even imagine, and do I really want to know? Mayfly eggs. Yeah! <laughs> 
another uh, regional piece oh. of greatness. Goddamn nice. mayflies. Ew, that's disgusting. If you don't know what a mayfly is, look it up. They're disgusting. Uh, yeah, they're pretty gross, and they're really, it's one of those things, like, why were they created? You know, they yes. don't have mouths. Yes, they, they don't eat. They, they just... are made to breed and then die. Yes. And then breed and then die. Yes. And they... <laughs> and that's it. And it must have something to do with the water, because they only are where the water is, for the most part. Yeah. So there must be some something in the life cycle that helps the water. I don't know. Me either. That's the same like the cicadas. People are eating them, toasting those puppies up and putting them in the salad. No. No thank you. You know, a lot of uh, Asian street food is, you know, like deep fried crickets and stuff like that. I know, and but... I, you they... see it on those travel shows and it's just like, God, you know, I would like to have the balls to try that, but also I don't want to eat a bug. No. They say they're incredibly protein-rich. Well, yes, because they are. But, wow. See? See? I would die. I won't <laughs> eat a bug to survive. Nope. I'm going to go for the poison berries, please. Okay. <laughs> and how did we get on this subject? Uh, we were talking about science. Oh, science. Science. <laughs> I'm trying to do that thing from, you know. <laughs> Thomas Dolby? Yeah. Science. science. fun but yeah i mean and that's i think that's what maybe john waters wants us to do to think to think and conversate and you know go on to the next one yeah i i think that's maybe where his maybe that's his plan to make us think and to talk to each other and go from one giant leap to the next (laughs) wait i think that's just us oh because we can do that i mean in a heartbeat yep as you can just see, we've just done it again. <laughs> yeah, twice. <laughs> I did I did like the movie. It was fine. Yeah. But no, I would not want to look at it again. This is one I've seen several times, and it does have a rewatchability for me. Okay. But um, I can understand why it's not uh, not your my cup, cup of tea. tea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now that the first one, Raising Arizona, I thought that was cute. Yeah. I would like to watch that again. Yeah. What about the Warriors? Uh, no. 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 Mm-hmm. I love the Warriors. Yeah. No. I'll watch that again. Maybe I would. No. I don't um, know. I don't know. Next week we are delving into spooky. Yeah. I've, uh, I'm not into that either. But and I again keeping you in mind um because there's a million horror movies out there that are awesome yeah the last horror movie i saw was jaws (laughs) ralph and i went to jaws my friend ralph Mm -hmm. we saw jaws didn't like it what did that when did that come out 1974 okay i've never seen any of the the more recent ones either no And they made a slew of sequels for Jaws. Yes, I know, but the boat never got big enough. <laughs> and that's that's kind of why I, I I picked what I picked because it's it's one of those movies. It is a it has that kind of under that that Hitchcockian underlying oh, scary. Okay. Where the scary does jump out at you a couple times. But it's kind of one of those things where you're, you know, something is coming, but when it gets there, it's just like, I was not expecting that. Yes. Okay. So, um, we're going to be watching uh, Insidious, which I think is not so much of a cult movie, um, because it, it did really well. It's, um, it's by, uh, James Wan and, uh, Lee Wannell, who did the, uh, first Saw movie together. Uh, you mentioned that, but I've never seen any of those, so... Yeah, well, I, I don't... I think that's straight up uh, guts and gore, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Saw moved into the territory of torture porn. Oh. The first Saw was really good. The story was awesome. Yes. The second one was... It was okay. Uh-huh. But the third one was ridiculous, and I stopped watching. Oh. It was absolutely ridiculous. And, you know, yeah, the, the kills were inventive because that's how the killer wanted them to be. Okay. But they were graphic. Okay. Uh, and it was kind of gross. But again, it does have that kind of underlying Hitchcockian thing. Like, okay. 
scare the hair right off of you. Well, yeah, because Just the name it's... of the movie will scare the hair right <laughs> off of you. Because it's a uh, uh, Saw is one of those movies where not only do they show the graphic violence of of death, but that that fear that that ang- they make that anxiety like palpable. Okay, yes, I understand that because you know I watch Perry Mason on MeTV at eleven thirty at night. <laughs> Um, but on the later in the week, uh, Twilight Zone comes on after Perry. Oh. And I always have to get up and turn Perry off before that. Because that just, just raises the hair all over me. Yeah. And I don't even want to listen to that music. Oh, you don't want to hear Rod Sterling? No. Oh. Because I have seen so many Twilight Zones that I just don't even want to hear that music because it just raises all the hair on me. Well, that insidious goosebumps will scare just you. Just saying this. Because it's got um, haunted house elements. It's got like Ooh. a little bit of demony elements. Okay. It's got some supernatural phenomena. And also Tiny Tim. How do you feel about Tiny Tim? Tiny Tim? The ukulele Tip guy. Tiptoe through the tulips, Tiny Tim? Yeah. No, I, I, I don't think I feel about him. Okay. Well, He's that song plays through the tulips a guy. few times in the movie. He turned out to be kind of a creep, though, didn't he? Did he? I don't know. We'll have to find out. I'll Tiny have to look Tim. him up. He is dead, though. He died about 20 years ago, 30 years ago. Some time ago. Yeah. I think he was much older than he looked, you know, and... <laughs> I can do that. Kind of. Oh, in my head I can do it. Yeah. But um, it is a good movie. It's well made. It is, it's scary without being gross. Okay. And it's kind of a, an original haunting story. All right. Kind of in the same vein as the, uh, oh, what the hell were they? The paranormal activity stories. Oh, all right. You know, it really wasn't the house that was haunted. Uh Uh-huh. So... (laughs) Okay. Um, it's kind of in that. I think you'll enjoy it. I think you'll respect it for what it is. If you don't enjoy it, I think you'll at least be able to respect it for okay. what it is. All right. That like this movie. I mean, it was okay, but I think there was more of a deeper meaning here that I just don't get. Right. <laughs> but it was okay. And I, I kind of wonder if the if that's the joke. That you, you think there's a deeper meaning, but there is nothing. Oh, I want okay. you know. I wonder if that's that whole thing where, oh, there's all this social commentary. No, I'm just, I just made a movie with people doing silly stuff. Okay, maybe. I don't know. All right. And John Waters will never tell you. So. Nope, and that's okay too. Yeah. Because in my mind, I've already decided. Yeah. Like every other ignorant person in this world, I've already decided. <laughs> but you've never heard. I don't care. <laughs> All right, I... Hey, we didn't talk about food yet. Oh, yeah, okay. Mom made beautiful mini meatloafs. They were fun, but they were kind of dry. A little bit dry. Need a little little ketchup, but that's all right. They would make great sandwiches. I think that they will. Yeah. Because they're the perfect size. (laughs) (laughs) Red potatoes. Mm. And uh, just corn, just basic... Americana Fair. Yeah, when Lex told me what this movie was about, I thought this deserves a good old hometown meal. Yep. Meatloaf and taters. Yeah. And it was delicious. Absolutely. Oh, yes. And Pepperidge Farms coconut cake. It has to be frozen. frozen. If you're not eating it frozen, you are... Missing out. And you are definitely... A loser. Yes. (laughs) You are wrong. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) We love them. Frozen. Frozen. Pepperidge Farms, keep freezing them. Keep freezing them. Also, bring back your flavors. Yeah, the other flavors are good too, but I don't I don't know why there was only chocolate and coconut in the refrigerator case. Yeah. Don't know. I like the lemon ones. The lemon one is great. I don't know. Whatever. Maybe American consumerism has ruined Pepperidge Farm cakes for oh, us. That would be so disappointing. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, thanks for talking about the food. <laughs> That's part of our shtick here. Yeah, thanks for making it. It was wonderful. Um, it was uh, extra awesome that I only had to make frozen corn, um, which, as you know, is exceedingly hard. 
I know, but it was especially delicious. It was very good. Um, you got some baby kitty loves the whole movie. Oh my gosh, yes. Baby laid on my lap the whole time. I hope that your new addition is not upset about this. I know, I can't wait to go home and see what he thinks about the smell of me. Well, I think this was another successful movie. Absolutely. I can't wait until we can sit down and watch Insidious. Maybe it should be a midnight movie. Well. Neither one of us can stay up that late. Never mind. No. uh, You know, maybe about a 6.30 movie. But uh, <laughs> I, we also have to kind of work around Justin's schedule. Yeah, I get it. I get it. You know, we could do like 6.30 on a Saturday night. Okay, because he's long in bed by then? Because he's in bed and, you know, we won't really... But then we'd have to talk real quiet. Well, we'll shut his door. <laughs> Turn his TV up. But, uh, yeah, no, I I am open to watching that in the dark, in the light, whenever you feel like it. Alrighty. And we will see you again next time on Movies with My Mother. Have a good day. Bye. <laughs>